Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The summer of 2020 was unlike any other. The coronavirus pandemic was in full swing, certainly. But social unrest had spread from coast to coast, including right here in Metro Detroit. This is the real movement. This is the time to change. We're going to get real results now, and we're going to march until we get them. It has been two years since George Floyd's murder sparked months of protests worldwide. But has anything changed since then? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. George Floyd was killed by a Minneapolis police officer on the 25th of May in 2020. That was just two months after Breonna Taylor, a Grand Rapids native, was killed by Louisville police during the service of a no-knock warrant. The anger, it reverberated across the country like a nuclear bomb. People were angry. And people were scared. Tell me about what's in your hands tonight, just in case. Milk for tear gas, because cops don't understand. Like, we just here to have a peaceful protest. And some, they take things different. I'm not judging that they take things, they feel threatened. So, just in case, the milk. Those audio clips were from May of 2020 in Detroit. I happened to be out reporting at the time. And that's when I met Maya. And Maya said something that stuck with me. I still think about it. Maya, we're out here today, the 10th straight day. How long do you see this going on? Until our demands are met, and probably longer than that. We are tired of this government, this corrupt system that's oppressing so many people. And this is the real movement. This is the time to change. We're going to get real results now, and we're going to march until we get them. How long do you think that that may take? I think I'll probably be out here in the fall and in the winter freezing my ass off. (laughs) So I plan to be out here as long as it takes. I honestly, I know that real change is coming. And if it's at the end of the summer, I'm really excited about that. But if it's longer, then I'm happy to be out here then, too. We're two years out. Was change on the way like she thought it was going to be? You can look at it several ways. One is, yes, things are changing. And the evidence is in the formation of a new chapter of the NAACP in northern Macomb County. Here's chapter president Pamela Alexander. It was during that time there were a group of very conscientious residents of the Romeo community that was really very upset about what was happening, not just in the Romeo area, I mean, related to George Floyd, but what was going across the country with the protests. And so there were a few folks in Romeo who actually organized a protest. And in doing that, there was 
some backlash from a few residents in the area. So with that, the discussion went on to that maybe what should be considered is something a little bit more permanent. What exactly does change look like? For Pamela, it's not only their existence, but it's the ability to give a voice to those who they say are voiceless. I wonder how you see the change in the last two years, what it looks like to you, how you would describe it. I think part of the change in general is just the fact that your group exists. Absolutely. In fact, people know we exist here in Macomb County. I've met with officials here at the county and local level of government, and we've been welcomed because we know that there are some challenges here in our community. We want to make sure that people feel welcome. We want to be able to support those who feel like there are any challenges in the schools or with subdivisions where brown and black folks feel intimidated by neighbors and so forth. And so they have a voice. They can reach out to us and we work with whatever that entity is, whether it be a police department, school administrators, to address some of the concerns that parents have. People now know that they can receive advocacy as it relates to everyday life. Has there been enough change? Some people still see a long way to go. Something that's so deeply entrenched, like how do you unroot that? From our perspective, the way that it has to be changed is by changing police personnel. Right now, most police departments are populated by people who have been trained to use soldier skills. They're trained to shoot. They're trained for combat. And so when you're trained to do something, you look for opportunities to do it. And so that only makes the old culture something that becomes even more intractable. It's not something that's going to change, as you suggested. If you eliminate significant numbers of the soldiers and replace them with professionals who are trained to respond to many of the types of emergencies that police are actually asked to respond to, then it begins to break down the environment the ground is not so fertile anymore for the growth and the perpetuation of the police culture. That is Mark Fancher. He is the ACLU's staff attorney for the Racial Justice Project. The ACLU is representing the Coalition for Police Transparency and Accountability. They, in turn, are asking for federal oversight of the Detroit Police Department. They're citing a rise in the use of force in the last two years. What about the other side of things? My colleague Cassie Yamas-Fawson spoke with the Farmington Hills Chief of Police, Jeff King. And she asked him about changing in policing. Specifically to that, there are things that are changing that we should fully embrace and change with, and there are some things we should not. Regarding any kind of training, education, technology, equipment, any kind of procedures, yes, we should adapt to those changes and and make those advancements. But regarding the original pillars of our profession, we should not turn our backs to that. We should not change from those at all. Partner with your community, your citizenry. They are the ones who grant you the authority to police that very community, those very citizens. Professionalism, integrity, compassion, care, sacrifice, commitment to protecting and serve, ranging from anything from an enforcement action where you're taking somebody to jail to a life-saving or a mental health caretaking role. Law enforcement has always adapted to the communities we serve and tailored our responses and services to that citizenry. One of the biggest talking points following the killing of George Floyd was about police budgets. 
Defund the police became a rallying cry for some and for others. Their rallying cry was pushing against that concept. So two years later, in a general sense in America, did we defund the police? No. (laughs) Broadly, no, it didn't. The rally cry to defund the police was always vague. There still are people who really did believe that an approach would be to take all the money away from the police. There were very few of those. Most of the folks, when you dug down on the question of what they meant, they meant reduce the budget and use that money for other things that would also mitigate crime and maybe take care of things that police don't need to. In that respect, there actually were quite a few cases around the country where cities and counties have tried some new experiments, pairing up social workers with police. That right there, that's the voice of Steve Fries. He's a contributor for Newsweek and wrote an article about this specific topic. So what might those quote-unquote experiments look like? Steve told me locally that in Ann Arbor, they're doing a study to figure out a system that would send a mental health expert to a nonviolent call, not a police officer. Programs like these are already happening in cities like Denver and Eugene, Oregon. But these can be life-or-death situations. How are mistakes prevented? I've asked that question. I don't know the answer to how they ensure the safety of folks when they send them to call. I don't know how a dispatcher can really know what's actually happening clearly enough to know that there's no armed response required. But the Denver police have been doing this now for about two years. They have rerouted about 3,000 calls, and they have not had any violent directions in that process. And that's what makes all of this so tricky. The answers are not as clear-cut as we need them to be when lives are on the line. So as we look ahead to whatever the future may hold, what happens next? For the folks at the Northern Macomb branch of the NAACP, for them, I'll borrow some words from the great Curtis Mayfield. They just need to keep on keeping on. Stand the course, building on what we started, and inviting people to the table, having those hard conversations about race looking for opportunities to build cohesiveness in our community, working with parents, working with school administrators, working with the business sector to enhance what we have here. Macomb County has a lot to offer to any newcomers to Michigan, and we want to make sure that everyone feels like that they can be in this community and contribute to the community. It takes work. It takes really building relationships. We're not going to change the hearts and minds of people who are set in their way. But at least there is civility and common interest. We started this podcast wondering what has changed since George Floyd was killed. For some, change is a work in progress. For others, it's not happening fast enough. And still for others, change is a constant. So to answer the original question, well, I can't. Thank you so much to all that spoke with me for this one, including Maya Hope, two years ago. Also, thanks to Pamela Alexander, Mark Fancher, and Steve Fries for their time. And of course, thanks to Cassie Yamas-Fawson for her conversation with Jeff King. For the latest on what's happening across the Metro Detroit landscape and beyond, head to www.jnewsradio.com. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.